0: Chapter 47 Of God's Fool by Martin Martins. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Anna Simon The Shadow of the Sword Then have you got the money? said Hendrik. No, replied Thomas, turning away to the window with his hands in his pockets and beginning to whistle softly. No? Not got it? What do you mean, Alers? Not got it! "'And I am to meet Lankater at his notary's in a couple of hours.' Hendrik started up from the sofa in the young lawyer's room, upon which he had been reclining hitherto. "'Well, I haven't got it,' repeated Alers, suddenly. "'We'll have to wait for it some twenty hours longer. That is all. You needn't pitch in to a fellow so. You're damned irascible, Lossell.' "'But why didn't you bring it back from Amsterdam this morning?' queried hendrik somewhat mollified why didn't you go yourself asked alers sneeringly things aren't always as easy as you think when you haven't done them the old duffers at the consul's department have got nothing better to do with their long day than to go turning every florin in their hands a dozen times over Lucker for you if they allow the transfer in the end do you mean to say asked hendrik anxiously that there were difficulties there were replied alers there sometimes are, Hendrik. And they refuse to allow you to sell out? Then it seems to me that nothing is left to us but to... What difficulties could they make, Thomas? I never heard of any before. There had been none last week. It was a ridiculous trifle about the signature of one of the witnesses not being sufficiently legible. Merely a got-up excuse, I believe, if you ask me for my private opinion, to obtain a little delay on account of the unusual largeness of the sum did you not point out to them that they had passed the signature last time no i didn't sneered thomas i forgot that little item wasn't it stupid of me what a pity hendrik that you didn't entrust your commission to as great a fool as yourself hendrik remained angrily silent presently he began again it was not only last week it was the other time also the transvaal syndicate time when the deed was drawn up several years ago they said nothing then I cannot understand it at all.' "'Then you will readily forgive my not tiring my head about it,' said Alers, his face once more turned to the window. "'Tomorrow morning the money will be paid, and that must suffice.' "'I shall sell all the shares on Monday,' said Hendrik. "'If you do so, Elias's money can be paid in again in a day or two. "'And on Tuesday I am to look over the accounts with Hubert.' "'Oh, anybody could fool Hubert,' said Alers and in a week's time, God willing, I shall really and actually be head of Walderdus Zonen. Hendrik had again sunk down on his sofa. Each was occupied with his own thoughts. They were pleasant ones, for each felt that, although he still stood on a ledge halfway down the abyss, a stout rope hung over his head at last, within reach. "'I cannot yet understand about that signature,' began Hendrik, after a long pause. "'I remember the deed being drawn up as if it were yesterday. "'Show me it for a moment, Tom. "'You've got it there, I suppose?' "'No, I haven't got it,' said Thomas. "'In your desk, I mean, of course. "'You're awfully lazy. "'You've only got to reach across.' "'It is in Amsterdam,' said Alers. "'Nonsense. by the by you say you will get the money tomorrow. "'How are you going to manage that? "'You can't get the signature changed.' "'I can but give you one bit of advice, Henkie,' said Alers, facing round menacingly. "'Take it to heart. "'The less questions you ask me, the better, for yourself. "'Go and settle your contract with those two fellows this evening, "'and pocket your profits tomorrow, and keep quiet.' "'You might remain civil,' said Hendrik. "'The matter surely concerns me sufficiently to warrant my demanding information.' "'It does not,' replied Alers, savagely you are content to pluck the fruits which others point out to you. You have no business to inquire how they were ripened so soon.' His manner disquieted Hendrik. "'The validity of the document is all right, I suppose,' he said anxiously. "'Just fancy, Alers, if there were some fresh difficulty tomorrow. I really dare not settle with my friends this evening unless I understand more about the whole matter first. I shan't go.' He crossed his arms. "'I wish you would show me the power of attorney "'and let me judge for myself.' "'Have your way,' burst out Aders in a passionate whisper. He went over to his desk and unlocked it. "'There, take it,' he said, and threw across a small roll of stamped paper to his companion. Hendrik took the document and unfolded it slowly. He glanced hastily over it, and then up at Thomas, his eyes suddenly dilated, his cheeks blanched by alarm.' Thomas stood staring fixedly down at him, his hands in his pockets, his lips puckered up as for a whistle of contempt. This is false, gasped hendrik hoarsely, and then Thomas's whistle broke forth long and low. It isn't the original deed which I gave you, hendrik went on hurriedly. It's it's an exact imitation, only the dates are changed. Thomas stopped whistling. You did not know, he said, still in the same savage whisper, that these papers are only available for a limited time. I did, but you told me they could be prolonged. This one has been prolonged, said Thomas quietly. But not in such a manner, Thomas. This this is not a prolongation of the genuine document. This is a... He hesitated. Well, a what? asked Alers defiantly. A forgery murmured Hendrik between his clenched teeth. The words seemed to exasperate the young lawyer liar and coward, he cried aloud. Hendrik sprang to his feet. Ah, make faces at me if you choose. It is only I who am to bear the risk, and the chief profit is to be yours. You knew all men know that a notary's deeds cannot obtain fresh validity without the consent of all parties. You knew all men know that the dates in such deeds are inserted in writing and cannot be changed all this you knew and yet you come here and speak smoothly of not understanding and of having used this same paper a dozen years ago liar and coward again what a discovery it is for you to notice so suddenly that this deed is the old deed recopied with the necessary alteration of dates he who ordinarily prided himself on the curb which he kept on his temper was literally foaming at the mouth i, I did not know i call god to witness stammered hendrik thoroughly taken aback by this outburst of rage i believed you had hit on some lawful expedient i wanted to believe it and i thought you lawyers always could i never would have deemed it possible for a moment aders that you would do anything which would bring you within the grasp of the law Alers made a snatch at the document on hearing these words, but Lossell drew back his hand still more rapidly and clutched the paper tight. You are afraid, said Alers haughtily, of course, I knew that all along. was I not right just now in the names what I chose for you? Do not let us quarrel like two children because one stops pretending the unspoken understanding has been perfect between us. I detest explanations. they do not advise you to avoid them. It was agreed from the first, tacitly, that I was to do the thing, and you were to profit by it. We arranged as much on the night of Cornelia's charade. "'It is you who are the liar,' cried Hendrik, angry in his turn. "'I'll prove to you immediately that I have been your innocent accomplice. I refuse to make use of this deed from the moment that I know of its existence. I, at least, will keep free from the grasp of the law.' Ahler saw that the other was in earnest. "'Don't be a fool, Hendrik,' he said. "'The thing's done, and there's no other way of doing it. "'I really thought you knew that.' "'It is a felony,' said Hendrik. "'How could you, a lawyer, commit so awful a crime?' "'How could you, a right worshipful, rob your idiot brother of his money? "'That, too, is a crime, if you come to bandy such irritating words.' "'I do not rob Elias. "'I merely borrow his money and restore it the day after with interest.' nor do i defraud him i only repeat his original declaration and spare him the unmeaning formality of signing it over again it won't work said hendrik shaking his head i can't do it i daren't if you like that better but it isn't that i won't commit a crime do you hear me i won't commit a crime i hear you said thomas you needn't scream like a hysterical woman your distinctions between right and wrong are too subtle for me. But you'll have to stretch your tender conscience a little in this case, for there's two of us in one boat, remember that. I'm not going to be ruined because of your studies in black and white, mynheer Hendrik.' "'You? Ruined?' cried Hendrik. "'Yes. Do you think nobody may speculate, or have debts except your worshipful self? Have you scruples of conscience against paying me my twenty-five percent?' "'That little paper is not forged.' i'd forgotten said hendrik nothing could go farther to determine the state of your mind at this moment come give me that paper and stop playing the parson or the fool it's all one you wolf in sheep's clothing i must drive out to elias at once said hendrik as if speaking to himself what a mercy it is that i kept the carriage i must take a notary and get witnesses i had better ask links and a genuine deed must be made out immediately in which my name must replace yours "'There's no time to be lost. "'We can keep it from Hubert "'for a couple of days. "'Lankater expects me at nine, "'but we'll wait. "'It's the only escape left to us. "'I won't use that... "'that counterfeit thing.' "'As you like,' said Thomas coolly. "'Of course, your present plan is simpler, "'but you'll have to make haste. "'I wish you'd thought of it sooner, "'if it is practicable after all. "'That counterfeit thing "'was used last week by the by. "'Ah, true.' You were not aware of that circumstance. Well, be off. You must fetch links. Give me back that paper before you go. No, said Hendrik, his hand on the door handle. He was ready for flight. I shall look up this little document, Alers. It is too dangerous in your hands, and it may always come in useful, should you recommence your tricks. You are far more clever and more peculiar than I thought, Thomas Alers. The last words he called out as he was already running downstairs. The lawyer dashed after him with a fierce imprecation. But Hendrik, half frightened, half triumphant, was too quick to be caught. He sprang into his brougham. "'You'll never see this little paper again until... until it is desirable you shoot,' he cried in French through the open window of the carriage to Thomas, who stood irresolute on the doorstep. "'And be careful, or I shall not give you your fifteen percent.' The diminution was intentional. He was glad to be able to avenge himself on his brother-in-law for many taunts and insults. And why should he pay a percentage which alers had obtained by such bare-faced villainy? Why should he recompense him at all? The lawyer stood out in the street bareheaded and watched the little carriage hurrying away. He struck his open hand against his mouth and swore another awful oath. I must have that paper back to-night, he said even if I kill him to get it. End of chapter 47